0: Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the 21st Century Underground. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, or, or not watching us on YouTube, that is, you may notice that uh, there's a lack of video, and uh, that would be because uh, we are recording remotely. We've uh, gone dark. Yeah, we've, we've gone dark. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the apocalypse has come, and uh, we are officially underground. Uh, Mike is remote. Uh, we are actually talking to him. Uh, through a complicated setup that we will not go into or explain the voodoo behind. Ooh, a little backstory. This yeah. would be a
1: good point to cho- um, point out a chance to point out that uh, Salter and I are roommates.
0: Oh yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Brand. Yeah, me and Brand are roommates, so we are quarantined together. Um, I don't know if you guys quarantined. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, there's really no getting around it. We can't really do our usual stuff uh, this week. Uh, we are, for the record, we're recording this podcast on Thursday, uh, the nineteenth of March. And we are about roughly four days into the the coronavirus sort of quarantine, Yeah. Uh, social distancing, trying to kind of keep indoors. So, I mean, we're, we're on the younger side, all three of us. So, I mean, we would like to think that if we got infected, hopefully it wouldn't be too severe for us, but we could easily spread it to someone who it would be for us. So the responsible thing to do would be to stay indoors till this thing kind of uh, works its way out, however long that will be. it's Things are very uncertain right now. Um, so we're roughly about four days in. Uh last time we saw any of our friends kind of in a big sort of gathering, knowing that it would kind of be the last time for a little while was the fifteenth. And uh I my last day at work was the seventeenth. They ended up closing down my store. Um and so now I'm at home. Uh but I'm doing okay. Um uh things are going good on the on the money side. Uh so I'm very fortunate in that sense. A lot of people do not have that. We've had some friends who've lost jobs and serving and things like that. Uh but this has affect a lot of people. It's uh quite frankly, a pretty unprecedented, uh, we'd be be lying to you if we said this isn't like, you know, a pretty unprecedented situation for anyone who's alive right now, even. I mean, my parents, my grandparents never went through anything quite like this. Um, I think, historically speaking, we're going through something that we're going to look back on as being sort of a a turning point for the world. Uh, However, whenever this uh, resolves itself. Uh, Brandon, did you want to kind of explain to people I mean, by way of intros we'll just kind of discuss our experiences and what's kind of been going on because we decided this episode's going to be a little unconventional and that we're going to just i don't know sort of document how we're weathering this out how we're kind of staying positive how we're i don't know, trying to be constructive you know it's uh you know i talked to my dad on the other phone the other i talked to my dad on the phone the other day and he was saying that uh we were just talking about art and we were talking about struggle and uh i don't know these things can build you or break you you know what I mean I mean it's, as far as history goes this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to a human being obviously but uh it's it's different for us for sure and uh so you got to build from this kind of thing you got to stay calm and try not to panic which is easier said than done trust me uh Brandon you want to pick it up and let people know where you're at right now Brandon Salas filmmaker Brandon Salas filmmaker well no I, you <laughs> no, know, no, no, this no. is not a normal episode yeah Brandon Salas a filmmaker yeah. um I'm Salvatore who just spoke who just went on a long-winded you know <laughs> uh a prose
1: like uh rant
0: yeah, yeah. I no, am I'm, I'm going to break it down with you guys. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Some of I'm us Mike. might not make it. No, I'm kidding.
2: Over here, I haven't spoken yet.
0: Yeah. He's our remote guy. Yeah, I'm the remote Mike guy. i the audio guy. So, But Brandon, when was the last time you worked? Just to give people a sense of what's going on. Well, I
1: actually think um, I've been fortunate. As well, as you're far a freelancer. As, so yeah, this is, freelancing yeah. and filmmaking and owning my own company. Uh, So as you guys know, if you're listening, if you've been listening, I've been working on Horace Camp. Horse Camp officially went on hold. Uh, let's see here. That was Thursday of last week.
2: <laughs> what is Horse Camp? Um,
1: Brandy. So for those who don't know, Horse Camp is a TV show that I've been shooting on. I'm a, I'm a DP for Director of Photography. Uh, and I've been shooting it up in Prescott, Arizona for the uh, past couple of few weeks. And yeah, it's a seven episode show. Brand new show. It's supposed to be on air on Amazon. Um Yeah. So I've had the fortune to shoot, on, um, be doing that, and that's been a really great, fun project. So uh, to be honest with you, I can't wait to go back. Um, otherwise, as far as my commercial stuff goes, I was really, really busy. And obviously, uh, as of last week, it kind of all came to a pretty intense halt. I uh, My last shoot I had was actually today. It was just a small little shoot for social media. It was me and like one, two, two, two and a half other people. I say half because one person was only there for like 30 minutes to do makeup. Uh, I mean, it was kind of nice. It was <laughs> as far as gigs go, because I was able to <laughs> only touch my equipment, and it was, I mean, it was very little. People were in a studio, um, plenty of space amongst everybody. Again, I feel bad because the only people that had to be close to each other was the uh, <laughs> the makeup art, um, artist and the the actor. But um, hey, you know, not my department. So um, shot that, and I'll, I I, pl- I actually have a good amount of editing for the um, the go for for the next two weeks. So I'll be doing a lot of editing, but after that it's gonna go kind of dark for me as far as that goes so yeah um and that's just kind of how it is yeah so i'm gonna keep on trying to nibble at some editing work and with my older clients but i'm guessing that
0: people are going to be spending less and less as time goes on so uh yeah we are definitely uh if not in we are on the verge of a recession for mm-hmm. sure yeah and that's that's a reality um uh, mike so mike what's been going on with you during all this a lot of different things. Um, well, what I
2: mainly got my my work is is continue uh, we're continuing to work here. Uh, I'm a mechanic. It's my day job, and we're just uh, taking cautions and being clean. So we're using Clorox wipes and hand sanitizers and and uh, medical gloves while we're. Uh, moving vehicle, uh, people's cars since we don't know if our clients have are sick or come across came across anyone that's sick so and um we actually have one of the people to actually get really ill for it and possibly die which is one of our uh mechanics he he has a only 30 only using 30 percent of his uh heart and like like one, um, like 30% of his heart and lungs. So if he gets it, since it's a, a, a more of a, a lung kind of sickness, yeah. he's done. He's he absolutely
0: done. is. I mean, I've heard some people, uh, get this particularly older people and, uh, even just recovering from it, they no longer have ability to use like maybe Twitter, 20% reduced with their lung capacity because of the scarification, like the scar tissue that builds up. Yeah. from the disease you know what i mean somebody like that that's a big problem my uh bar manager at work just to, and just to i don't know let everyone know because everyone's not listening to every one of our episodes uh i work at uh, changing hands bookstore and they have a uh, the first draft book bar in there so they do beer and wine and coffee and stuff like that and uh, the bar manager there she's definitely had some issues with uh sort of allergic bronchitis you know things like that you know what i mean just sort of you know breathing problems things like that and uh yeah so she i think she left work and self-quarantined i want to say maybe before a day or two before I left because Mm -hmm. she uh, just realized, like, if she gets sick with this, it could be a real problem. You know what I mean? If you've got bad enough health problems, like, you need – see, the problem is when fluid enters your lungs due to pneumonia or something like that, or what, you know, I don't even know that we've said the dreaded name of the virus, the (laughs) coronavirus, uh, fluid enters your lungs, it has to work its way out naturally. They don't have a way of extracting that. Uh, So what happens is they – if it's bad enough, they lay you in your stomach in a hospital bed, intubate you, and put you on a ventilator so the ventilator breathes for you, and they need to just basically leave you on this. As far as I know, I mean, I could be talking some shit here. I'm no, you know, yeah, you're
2: 100% to right. I read yeah. into that too.
0: Okay, yeah, because they'll, they'll just do that basically until you recover because all they can do is treat the symptoms because we don't have a drug for this. We don't have a vaccine for this. It's completely new, so we don't have a way to treat it directly. So, you know, I was talking to my dad who uh, works at Parkland Hospital in Texas uh, as a doctor, and, you know, he said it's you just got to treat symptoms because – There is no known cure or treatment for it. And uh, so you're basically just on this ventilator until this thing works its way out of your body. You know, hopefully it does, you know, depending on how strong you are, depending on how healthy you are. And uh, those ventilators, the thing is we only have so many of them. And that's that's a big, big concern. You hear people talk about flattening the curve. And so the whole idea is we're self-isolating quarantining ourselves even if we're not sick staying at home because we want to make sure that the medical system doesn't get overwhelmed uh by the number of cases that appear and this thing spreads quickly you know what i mean you're talking about using uh you know medical gloves and clorox and stuff we're doing the exact same thing when i was at work we were scrubbing the counters we had disinfectant spray you know we were really just doing the full the full gamut just try to kind of you know keep things as clean as possible and then we finally just ended up closing And uh, they're open to do curbside pickup and online orders now. And they got, like, a skeleton crew over there, which I might help help out with next week. Um, But, yeah, it's serious, you know what I mean? And it's not hopeless. Like, again, uh, you know, as I was saying earlier, like, this is not the worst plague that we've had in human history, even within the past, you know, 100 years. You know, you had the Spanish flu. Uh, The bubonic plague was obviously, you know, pretty bad. But it's bad enough that it's definitely a concern. Like, it's definitely serious. And you should take it seriously. You shouldn't be out. Celebrating spring break, like some of these fucking people in Florida, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alabama, Texas, you know, uh, people's lives are at risk. Maybe not yours, you know what I mean? If you're if you're healthy and young, but uh, it's 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 for real. It spreads much faster than the flu, you know. It's it's a real thing. We need to figure out how to treat it. So before we you know get optimistic, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know, a lot of emotions, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? This is all pretty fresh for us. Definitely you know? a good reminder, though. As, as far as, as
1: we're obviously be saying a lot of things that we hear. Um, definitely. I mean, it's mostly allegedly. I mean, there's yeah. with social media right now. Um, yeah. Oh, everything yeah. is firing on like 10 pistons.
0: That's uh, its own struggle. Make sure you do your <laughs> yeah. own
1: research as well. Yeah. Um, oh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, don't listen to us. Yeah, completely. Like, we, yeah. We,
1: some things we've heard for sure is through net news, but just always try to do your own research when it comes to this thing. There's just so many people saying so many things all at once. Well,
0: and the thing is we've got I, – I don't know. I feel like the 24-hour news cycle – I mean, for for one, it's going 24 hours a day, and they need to fill the hours with material. You know what I mean? They need content, basically. They need to, and you know, something urgent that inspires fear. uh, You know, (laughs) definitely works a lot better. And so, when you get into news, uh, consuming news, you know, especially in a time like this where we've never seen anything like this, it's it's a real negative spiral that you can get caught in. I remember. Uh, maybe it was last week when this thing was first starting and like it was the day actually we had just recorded our our last podcast we had just recorded the uh, I can't remember exactly what day it is but we had recorded the music podcast that we went up that's going to go up today or tomorrow Um, so last week for you guys uh, who are listening now uh, that's when the news came through on my phone you know that Donald Trump was addressing this thing on tv and that tom hanks got it they shut down the nba all that stuff came at once that's when people were like oh fuck this might actually be serious and i remember going into work the next day and just all the bad news kept flooding in and i remember going home that night and i had somewhere to go i was going to meet with some people you know maybe an hour an hour or so after i got off work and i was just on my phone i planned to read this book you know do something positive and uh i just got on my phone and i was just looking at all the stories just trying to kind of parse the information and figure out what was going on what's the good news what's the bad news all bad news all terror you know what i mean it was all sort of like this this is a cataclysm coming you know i just remember having this feeling like i just felt completely hopeless and powerless in my room you know on my phone like this thing is closing in on me and it's coming and there's nothing i can do and you know what i mean it's going to be horrible um and then i called my dad and asked his opinion and, you know, he wasn't sugarcoating it, but I felt a lot better after getting, like, some just honest, straightforward facts, you know what I mean, about what's going on, you know. Uh, good news is the cases are dwindling in China, from what I understand. Apparently Japan is using a uh, was a, a flu drug of some sort that supposedly is uh, effective in some ways against fighting it in patients. Uh, I think Japan is—or uh, China is uh, trying to do clinical t- t- trials of a, uh, of a vaccine. So there is good news, but it's like you just get caught in this just whirlwind of— uh, just spiraling you know what i mean hysteria you know and even if it, and it's not not to say it isn't serious because it is but it's like the panic doesn't help uh and that's a serious problem uh, that i think that we have because everyone's freaking out about how there's a recession this disease is this invisible threat is just lurking everywhere and uh, they don't really know what to do and so I, I think people are freaking out but i'm telling you i, th- I think our panic is, is a much bigger threat than the virus itself for a lot of people and for moving forward you know yeah yeah so that's, that's my sense of things um but yeah i in any event i, I don't know we're just going to kind of just roll here and just try to kind of tell you guys what we've been doing and i, I don't know uh, how you cope with this situation because I mean, I mean you've got i don't know it's it's a weird thing because obviously we've never been through this before in our generation and so it's like i, I don't know you don't really have many options it's just like you've got to I i don't know to some degree answer the call and just sort of respond to the situation accordingly you know and, and that's tough because I've, I've been very nervous like i was so anxious when they let me out of work uh, to be honest just from being exposed to the public all day every day at my job and just knowing that this thing was out there that i was exhausted like i i wasn't sick but i felt sick just because i was so run down by the time i was done working and when to finally get home and just like have dinner and a beer and just sit down and watch tv with you know like brandon and his girlfriend marzana and just Relax with my roommates in the house after I wash my hands and you know what I mean, sanitized and all this stuff. Like, I don't know it. The, the stress alone. I mean, like in a, in a time like this, it's it's a real double whammy because the stress itself will decimate your immune system before it even gets to you, and that's that's not what you want at this time. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm just kind of going off the cuff here, guys. I don't little, know if you, <laughs> yeah, if you want to jump in, it's yeah. definitely a relief.
1: Yeah. Um, it's definitely a relief being home, um, just because you have to like. Well, for me. <laughs> I'm obviously like everybody else. I'm used to my comforts and it's annoying being out in public and having to be co- constantly conscious of touching myself or touching other. <laughs> I, I can't stop <laughs> yeah, touching myself in public. I'm a chronic
0: masturbator. I just can't <laughs> stop doing it.
1: No, but I, they can't like touch my face or I'm very aware of even like my arms and like er- everything. Me too. Yeah. And it's just exhausting. Um, that part's like probably the most exhausting because I just want to be relaxed. Yeah. Like I'm not necessarily too worried about. Navigating through the world, it's just constantly having to look at everything like with a new eyes. So when yeah. I'm at home, it's nice. Wash my hands. I even took a like sh- after my gig today. I immediately cleaned my equipment. I locked it up, and then I took a shower, and uh it was nice. i, I gonna, After I took a shower, I'm able to relax because I don't have to think about, oh man, did I do this? Did I? Is my arm okay? Is yeah is my ne-
0: did i touch anything with my neck well it's it's what it is to be constantly on edge you know what i mean and, and you got to have some gratitude here because i mean like this is not again this is not the worst thing in the past hundred years you know what i mean like i mean constantly on edge i mean it, it sucks like it really sucks like i'm not gonna i don't want to trivialize it but you know i mean we're not cowering in a subway tunnel while hitler bombs london or anything like that You know what i mean so that's good you know what i mean it's not the bubonic plague it's not spanish flu which was killing people our age like you know like that uh, so you know, it could be a lot worse, but it's again, you know, this kind of thing doesn't happen to you. It's perfectly understandable that we're all gonna be really scared. Because it's a scary situation. If you have loved ones too, I mean, especially older loved ones, like our parents are all in their, you know, fifties, sixties roughly, at least me and Brandon's I, I know are and then you know, you got grandparents, got extended family all over the country. A lot of my family's in New York where this thing is really kind of exploding. I think it's mostly in New York City, is like the epicenter mm-hmm. of it, but I got a lot of elderly family in Buffalo and uh, my dad works at the hospital, you know, he's very healthy, but he's, again, he's a man in his, his early 60s, um, you know, my girlfriend lives, my, you know, something's really freaking me out, and the thing that where my imagination really starts kind of pulling on the thread is my, uh, and kind of, you know, unraveling, uh, you know, what have you, uh, you know, my girlfriend lives, uh, you know, sort of in her own apartment across town, and it's not that far away, you know what I mean, and I can see her, obviously, um, and we have you know, been talking on the phone and texting and things like that, but it's like, i i don't know she's she still has to be at work because of what her job is and uh, there's definitely a good chance of exposure where she is so you got the virus itself and you know she's young and healthy so you know hopefully nothing bad would come from that but then you got i don't know just like these ideas swirling around in my head about like looters and then just like rioting and people losing it because they're out of work and you know uh need to eat you know people think that there's a food shortage but there's no food shortage just things bottlenecked because uh you know, the the food suppliers weren't prepared to deal with the volume that people were buying at. That's another thing, by the way. People are fucking, they are buying way more than they need even to wait it out for a couple months in their house. You know what I mean? People are not thinking about their community at all. Like, you know, we're buying up not just a lot of toilet paper to last us, but we're buying up more toilet paper than we could possibly need. You know, Clorox wipes, uh, meat uh, for sure. You know, it's something very symbolic about going to Sprouts and just seeing the entire meat department just picked over by people you know what I mean just mm. ravenous you know and it's just like I I don't know it's it's very de- that's depressing to me I was uh you share an anecdote here I was driving up to Safeway I'd actually just uh this was last week this is kind of like as things were kind of gearing up but not quite at the point where we were all you know this terrified yet but I was uh driving up to Safeway and I had my window open and I just see this guy coming out the front who's got like eight gallons of water in his cart as he's walking to his car and he's just over his shoulder he's just mocking this homeless guy who's just standing in front asking for change holding like a squeegee bottle and a febreze or a squeegee and a febreze bottle and he's just like so this dude is like just buying you know he's gonna when this thing's over he'll probably just have tons of uneaten canned food and he's just (laughs) sitting on his ass at home watching netflix you know working comfortably from home and all this shit and so this homeless guy could actually be dead from this you know maybe he's at an at-risk population and uh that is a mistake and i think that's a result of of panic, and I, I I don't know, I just want to see people being more, I, I, you know what I mean, this thing, this, this this is not gonna, we're not gonna come through this if we're not looking out for each other, you know what I mean, because that's what society is, you know what I mean, it's not every man for himself, it's being afraid, sure, you can admit that you're afraid, but don't panic, and be good to each other, you know, and uh, I, I don't know, that's, you know, something that I've noticed that's kind of, like, really My biggest problem you know what i mean and so i don't know and i I worry about my loved ones because of all that kind of chaos and panic and you know people making decisions on the on the back of that
2: yeah uh, on that end my work has uh been sanitizing a lot and uh some people are not still not taking it seriously just like the guy i was telling you about He, he he's not wearing gloves while driving these vehicles he's um, he's he's the one. I'm like I'm doing this because I, I don't want you to die. Because if you, if I somehow spread it towards you, you you die. It's no it's no ins, yeah. ins or buts about it. He he's exactly the one to do it. But I, people are not taking it seriously enough, especially for those who are at most risks. For some, and he's he my coworker. He's a uh, he's kind of hard headed, kind of hard to get things through him. But besides that, the um, running uh, low on supplies has has actually been a hindrance for me. Because um, personally, my I, I I thankfully stocked up on my end, and and I have toilet paper and I have cleaning supplies and all that. But my mom recently just ran out of her house, so I, I've been like going to multiple stores and then every time i hear about someone stocking up i see a line outside the 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 stores there's lines outside fries lines outside smart and finals um and then by the time i get there when i get out of work or 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 i find time during lunch it's out there's no more there's nothing and so i was i pretty much had to take some uh supplies from work because there were we had enough for our our job for the next couple of like actually a decent month and so i was able to take a like a six packs we had a i guess uh enough for the next couple months and uh that helped me out and i was talking to um my uniforms guy the guy who serviced my uniforms uh um the syntas company and as is asking him like, hey, do you guys sell toilet papers, and do you guys sell hand sanitizing wipes, and and they they, they do, and they're on a shortage as well, and they're also on a limitation how much they can provide to businesses because of that shortage, because they're asking, uh, uh, all these businesses has been asking for a little extra for whatever reason, and it's that that's the stockpiling. Thing has is what's causing that sh- shortage not because people not because we're running low for whatever reason it's the stockpiling and yeah. uh so he, i wasn't really asking for for any supplies but i just kind of want to see his his uh his take on on what he's seen and he's like he like he since he serviced more um, than just auto shops, he does restaurants and stuff. There's like times he rolls up to these businesses and they're closed. So, so it's like a, a short day for him because he's only servicing so many businesses because a lot of them yeah. are closed. And, uh, uh, what else have I uh, seen? Oh, uh, my, my mom's recently, she, uh, my mom, she's a special needs, uh, person, I guess you can say, and she has this disease called schizophrenia and she needs to get her medication. Um, she has, she gets her, uh, antipsychotic shots every two weeks and she, uh, goes to this day program where she kind of does activities with, uh, with other people. And it's usually about 15 plus more people and, um, since the whole epidemic and, and and having less than 10 people per outing and all that stuff, they uh, they canceled that, uh, the day program um, for the next couple weeks. And uh, through her program, she goes to, uh, they sent her to her doctor to get checkups, uh, uh, medicine prescriptions, and um, what do you call it, uh, her shots. And this Monday was her time to go in to get her shots and she wasn't, she, she, they send her home cause they were, they had their doors closed and I've been trying to contact her doctor and, um, I couldn't keep a hold of, uh, get in contact with the doctor. So I, I got to f- somehow get in contact with, uh, the caseworker and figure out what what's going on there. And cause, uh, it's gonna. Oh. It's affecting all this, and yeah, and I, I'm not even sure if I can contact the case caseworker, caseworker as well, because she works in a in a office that is filled with uh, a revolving door of of clients with hundred oh, yeah. plus clients who yeah. who are, lean towards more of the spectrum of uh, you know mentally ill, homeless uh you know barely you know just kind of like these kind of clients who aren't entity you know aren't the cleanest or don't have financial ability to stay clean stay healthy and you know and be away you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. so being a part of a a, in in a uh, job system like that the the it would be more likely to close their doors than to be open and be surrounded by all that. And so I'm i, I I'm going to have to continuously just make sure and contact them to get this thing scheduled because it's already it's almost it's been like since Monday and we're shooting this Thursday, right? Is that yeah, what we're saying? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so. actually,
0: I uh, just for some context, uh, as of uh, Tuesday, uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, we've been in a state of emergency that began uh, in Phoenix that began around eight p.m. So what that means basically is I think all bars and restaurants are closed except for takeout. Mm. Um, okay, but yeah, there are a lot more restrictions, and so it's it's affecting everything. Yeah, mm. a lot of places are closing down, and uh, that even was, the ones that aren't affected are, are closing their doors the, just to you know for public safety.
2: That was the weird part because. She had her appointment Monday and, and that's, it, it was before the state of emergency. I, I honestly, I don't really understand why this didn't get happen. This, her appointment happened, didn't get solved, but yeah, I I, I need to make sure that happens because it's, you know, I, I don't want to yeah, see my yeah. mom spiral down and, yeah without her her medicine and
0: that'd be totally like, that's obviously unfair and like <sighs> there's a lot of that going on right now uh specifically everything is in chaos you know what i mean and a lot of like sort of at risk people with special needs um either homeless like a lot of these people are having i mean there's like I, you know from what i understand you know, my girlfriend works in the uh public defender's office not to go too much into it but it sounds like the courts are basically in chaos right now too just trying to deal with all of like the volume of things that they need to deal with but also knowing that this pandemic is going on you know what i mean and that you know it, it's it just sounds like pure madness um it's really putting a strain on just every institution <laughs> you know what i mean uh mm-hmm. in our yeah. society right now and the thing is too is i mean we were pretty slow to respond in the u.s uh you know i mean we saw what was going on in china which, you know, okay, I mean, that was pretty distant. We're probably like, okay, well, maybe this won't spread over here. But then it hit Italy. I mean, it got to a point where it was pretty obvious that something was going to happen. And uh, we're just now kind of catching up. And, I mean, we are still just at the beginning of it right now. I mean, we still haven't seen the numbers that, you know, say Italy, you know, or yeah. China, you know, has seen, you know. Uh, I, mean, I think we're still on our way there, you know. Well, I think I- this is – oh, go, on. go ahead, go ahead, Mike.
2: I was going to ask you guys, do you know anyone who – actually has caught the virus uh a friend of a friend or anything like that
1: that's the most i got is a friend of a friend yeah, so it was like a second hand me too i have uh one of the persons i was working with today um her friend that lives in california has a friend <laughs> so three friends um <laughs> but the uh, not so laughing side of it uh that from um, that california friend her friend who was 30 years old uh died from coronavirus I, whoa uh, really yeah. Wow. I didn't get... It was annoying. <laughs> and my uh, my friend straight her sentiment. Because my friend was like, well, was there any pre-existing health yeah, conditions? Yeah, right. And then she wasn't like... She didn't respond about that portion. She was Good talking God. about... It. So, yeah. So we're like, but
0: but that's all... I understand that... There's thoughts, a lot of that in the <laughs> news, too, where it's just like vague. And you're just like, come on. <laughs> you know. Because I remember... Uh, was it last... I think it was the last day we saw everyone, so it must have been Sunday. That report came in that like 368 people had died in 24 hours in Italy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I was reading all these articles trying to figure out what went on. And then just days later, I see a report that uh, of the thousand that had died in Italy at that point, 90% were above 70. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I could have used that a couple days ago when I was shitting my <laughs> pants. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's not good, but, you know, and I actually saw an article that broke it down. The interesting thing is uh, South Korea was hit pretty hard too. And uh, just due to a number of different factors that they were mostly speculating on, only 66 people died in South Korea as opposed to like the thousand that had died in Italy. Yeah. And I think a part of that is just the conditions uh, in Italy. I mean, the way the cities are structured, I mean, well, it's the same problem that got them during the Black Plague. Like they're so narrow, tight, but then also everyone, you know, smoking is very common there. A higher percentage of the population is above 60, you know what I mean? Uh, so Lots well, like, of cars. N- the ways the ways not, they that they greet each other too, different, you know.
2: From what I, from what I also, uh, the the continuous news uh, uh, that I've been kind of just checking out here and there, NPR and multiple sources, is I I haven't heard about the smoking thing. That it's good to speculate, but the biggest thing they talk about is the lack of testing they did in the beginning. And that's true. Yeah. South Korea were did over a uh uh testing right away, and they were able to catch it before it got really bad and that's how they were able to contain it and and stop it and also treat the those people who were sick early before it got fatal and versus italy was uh took too long and didn't do as much testing to really tackle it on hard
0: yeah yeah i heard that was yeah i did hear that was a big part of it because i guess it was uh testing was widespread pretty early on in south korea and that's I the one thing that
2: kind of worries me about the United States is that we're not heavily yeah. testing as hard. And so that can be an issue. So even though we have those cases numbered, but there's still so many, like how how many cases do we have in the United States?
0: Uh, uh, so uh, t- like 10,000 10, or something like that 10, now 000, as of today? 10,000
2: yeah, yeah. c- as of today. Confirmed, but just confirmed. Yeah, that, that yeah. means that they tested them and they confirmed positive. And so still, it means there's still, which means like that
0: thirty thousand those clusters have exploded. Uh, Ex- yeah, because exactly they, because the of the lack spreads, of testing. So it's we like, don't know yeah. how how big it's going to be yeah. if we don't test. I mean, not to you know be this guy and you know put, you know drag a negative, you know like put a, you know a dark curtain over this whole thing. But uh, any one of us could technically be infected with it. I mean, some people our age don't even show symptoms, and it works its way out of your system without. You know and that's very scary. I mean. On one hand, you're like, oh, okay, well, I could get it and have a relatively easy time, but you better hope that you're indoors that whole time because anyone that you come across could easily get it. It's airborne; it stays on surfaces for three days. You know, it's it's pretty pretty vir- virulent. But uh, you know, I mean, honestly, we're not telling anyone anything that they don't know. Especially by this time next week, I don't even know where we're gonna be. So maybe we should get into kind of how well, we're. Well, I was
1: gonna, my thing is I was gonna say real quick. Yeah, uh, I think what's important. So I think we, <laughs> the thing we keep on dancing around. We, our hot points of complaining, uh, it's funny. It's both It's both um, the extremes. It's people who are overreacting to the point that they're damaging other people, but then also people who aren't reacting enough. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like in Florida,
0: it's like, if I get coronavirus, I don't give a fuck. Like the guy that kid in yeah. spring break We're just having like, these dude, two man. extremes.
1: And yeah. I mean, simply, we're, all we're trying to say is, is it's about having balance. Yeah. And I guess that being said, um, with all this, <laughs> this intense amount of stress, how yeah. are you guys balancing that out right now?
0: How are we balancing that? Well, I've been home for only two days now, and it's a weird feeling. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. My girlfriend was telling me I was uh, talking to her about it. Um, you know, I've been saying forever because at my work, I've only I only get like a day off, work three or four days, get another day off. I've never had like a sort of a full weekend in like probably over a year when I've taken time off. Um, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, you're always you know talking about how you'd love to just have like you know <laughs> like you know just a big chunk of time off to like write and do stuff." And I'm like, "Well." It's a fucking pandemic. I'm anxious. But, yeah, no, she's absolutely right. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I can't affa- I can't change the fact that this thing is spread all across the earth and that mm. it's looming over us. Like, I just got to – I mean, it comes to a point where you just have to sort of accept, you know, accept the things that you cannot change and change the things that you can. You know what I mean? And, I don't know, find peace in that and uh, do the thing – I don't know, do – on an individual basis, you have to make the choices that will ultimately affect – the greater populace, you need to create the change in yourself. You know what I mean, and and, and actualize it in that way. And so, yeah, what I'm, I'm, you know, I've lately I've just been relaxing because I, you know, was just so fucking stressed out from work, and so I've just kind of been, and I'm not used to this either, being home this much. Uh, but my plan ultimately is to try to kind of get into a routine here soon and just start writing every day. I mean, I've got all these great. I mean, I work at a bookstore. I've got piles of great books that I, you know, that are just backlogs that I've been looking for time to read, and it's like, well, I got it now. Um, so I have time to read, time to write. I want to do some body exercises in my room, uh, you know, things like that, get better at cooking, clean up the house, you know what I mean. There's a lot of things that I can honestly take care of in the near, you know, to distant future, depending on how long this lasts. Um, that would be really great habits to get into. So that's nice. that's my plan and to try to just sort of look at what's going on in the world around me and you know, I was talking to my dad a lot about this on the fo- you know, on the phone the other day. Um, I've been talking to him a lot because he's a doctor and uh, this is a very panic inducing time. <laughs> um, but uh I was talking to him on the phone about it and uh, he was telling me about this woman who was in a concentration camp and uh, who wrote some memoirs that he was reading I can't remember her name off the top of my head I wish I could but he was saying that she's in this horrible situation but as a result of being there it causes her to notice these moments of beauty and like transcendence with her fellow sort of people around her and kind of the things that she's seeing and nature and in these experiences she's finding these yeah i don't know these moments where she transcends the suffering and can kind of apply sort of a meaning to it and after and she survived the holocaust and got out and became sort of a memoirist and philosopher from what i understand and and a thinker who was just kind of just sort of trying to understand existence trying to understand life and uh i don't know she she took a really horrific thing and, and was able to transform it into something meaningful and uh and and helpful, and I don't know, something with some real power, you know, it reminds me of this quote by uh, Nietzsche. He said, uh, uh, to live is to suffer, but to find meaning in suffering is to survive. And I think that's kind of the name of the game here. Uh, stay calm, you know, try not to panic. And I, I don't know, uh, find a way to turn this into something positive, turn this into an opportunity. you know what I mean? Uh, you know, there's this meme that's been circulating that says, uh, uh, you know, Shakespeare uh, was uh, quarantined due to the, the plague, You know, and then end up writing King Lear. You know what I mean. And obviously, you don't have to write King Lear. Like you can improve yourself in any little way you want. Because I've seen this other meme circulating that's like, don't worry about writing the next novel. Don't worry about you know, but you know, don't worry about doing anything. You know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, there's uh, you know, you should relax too. But I mean, you can you can really use this as an opportunity. I don't think you should discount that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, For for me, um, I'll go ahead. Go 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 ahead, ahead. Brendan. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I was just gonna say,
1: for me. I'm having a definitely a wrestling um well for me it's nice because my mindset is when you're at like if you're at home honestly if you're not at home not panicking and you're already done all your precautions you made sure you have a reasonable amount of food until like the things settle down you, people can start ordering delivery or however however we plan on getting food with the the weeks moving forward but if you're just at home, with your precautions taken care of? honestly just not panicking is the best thing you can do. Uh, whether that's watching TV, doing something creative—I mean, obviously, the, well, at least for me, I'm pretty sure all three of us are trying to do some creative stuff during this time. But then at the same time, uh, it was nice to just kind of like for the past couple of days, I um, took it a little bit easier, and I've been playing—I've been playing a video game, Metro Exodus. Ah yes. <laughs> Be honest with you, the only re- the main reason I'm playing that it's just to
0: uh, buy time until tomorrow. Uh... Doom Eternal. Okay. So I talked about getting some writing done, but that's gonna go out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, Doom, e- yeah, Doom Eternal comes out. Real me talk. And- yeah, me and Brandon pre-ordered it, and uh, you know, going to the Best Buy to the store to get it probably not terribly feasible. However, Best Buy proactively is gonna send the pre-ordered. Uh, well, no, no, no,
1: no. That one we have to go pick. We do have to go pick it up. We have to go pick it up.
0: Yeah. I thought they were mailing it to us. No,
1: I was. They're mailing the steel case. <laughs> oh,
0: they're just mailing the steel book to us. What the fuck?
2: Yeah. What? Never
0: mind. I take it all back. This is an opportunity. This is bullshit. Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm. Joking. I heard <laughs> that Best
2: Buy is um, having like just volunteers. Like, you, and no, no matter what, they're gonna get paid. Um, if you want to self quarantine, self quarantine, you're gonna get paid. But if, but they, they have volunteers working on hand.
1: Hey, as long as they're open uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow, I could care less. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, Doom
0: Eternal. (laughs) And then, you know, other than that, yeah, I've been playing actually another id software game uh, that I grew up with. Yeah, because he's like, you know, to take you guys back, I uh, remember sitting on my grandpa's lap when I was like three years old and him letting me play uh, the first Doom on his like Windows 95 when I was a little kid. So this game goes back for me, but yeah, I've been playing... uh, wolfenstein and i've been watching Watchmen on hbo which is fucking stellar yeah, it's really good. holy shit it's so good like i don't know how this show got made because it's like a c se- it's like a tv show sequel to the book and why wa- and I, you know i remember my girlfriend tried watching it a little while ago and just couldn't get into it because she was like what's going on i'm so confused and it's like i i don't know how they pitched this to the network because you miss so much if you didn't read the original book because it's just straight up the book a sequel yeah it's like it's it's really good like though. for those you, who don't know yeah
1: it's got squid so. yeah
0: oh dude, do yeah it's got the giant squid they didn't Zack schneider this thing out oh and the other thing that i love about it there's these uh scenes from a fictional Minutemen tv show which was like the superhero group from like the 30s or 40s no, of the 40s or 50s in the fictional universe and they've made a, a tv show out of it in the present day in the show and so there are scenes with this character hooded justice you know fighting criminals and stuff like that and they are straight up parodying uh Zack snyder's directing style in those scenes and it fucking kills me <laughs> and it's like it, it's a straight up parody of Zack snyder who directed uh the original watchman movie and i just i don't know for some reason that killed me too i was like this show is just perfect it's like it's so good
1: <laughs> yeah so definitely i've been chewing a lot of that stuff i kind of want to take it easy for a couple days like i said thankfully i do have actually a decent amount of editing to do and obviously i'm not gonna let that go to waste so I got that to do. Obviously, the podcast keep up with um, me and Salator. Actually, this is a little bit of a creative update. Me and Salator are currently working on a new project.
0: Yeah, uh, won't go too much detail, but yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be stewing about stewing yeah. over it. Yeah, during these this
1: time, So so the script will be written. <laughs> uh,
0: huh, 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 huh. Um, you know, hopefully there's still funders left in uh, six months or whatever. yeah. No god, yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hopefully there'll be film festivals. That we're gonna have to, and our short film too. Mike is we passed it off to Mike to do the uh, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And he already gushed us with just a small, small, small
1: bit of audio. Holy shit, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So obviously all those creative things are still happening, and I got plenty to take care of. I obviously I'm not gonna let this time go to waste. So I'm gonna knock out my taxes because as a business owner, it's a pain, in the an extra pain in the butt. So. This will give they, me the time the time to do it correctly.
0: A little historical note here for uh, people watching this in the future: uh, they have extended the tax day by 90 days 90 because days. of the coronavirus. That's almost like three months. Yep. Tax day is going to be in the summer because yep. of this thing. Yeah. I'm
1: probably, I'm probably still try to take care of it now. Nah, me
0: too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm paranoid that they'll like change their minds. <laughs> and then uh, just keep on doing i mean
1: thankfully the nice thing is all of our living expenses are obviously going to die down so for me the thing i should point out i am so 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 not a homebody um i love every excuse to go out not necessarily with people if it's just me and my girlfriend me and salator it could be something small or it could be something really large and either way i'm about it i like going out to eat i like going to movie theaters i i love being out I mean, South I found a number of times. I mean, heck, you can you can actually find this all the way to our younger years. We'd find any excuse to get out of the house, even if it was just absolutely walking, just even, adventurers. Yeah, yeah. even if it was just walking around our neighborhood at the middle of the night. We'd find any excuse possible.
0: Yeah, we did that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's it's hard. It's extra hard for me to have the elements of you know you're not supposed to go out. That, yeah, that, telling I, myself that. Yeah. It's, I know it's stupid, but it definitely like it makes
0: it just slightly more challenging. Like, I I can do it, and I'm definitely content with something. I need to be in the right frame of mind, but I can definitely do it contentedly. But it does definitely grate on me. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely have like it's like I'll be fine for most of the day, but then I'll just have these moments where I'm just like, oh my god! And I mean, I'm really glad we have a backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, we live in a house now. Well, I'm glad yeah. we have the internet. I'm so grateful oh, yeah. for uh,
1: our group of friends we have here. Yeah, absolutely. really truly family we have a little group chat with them and the fact that i don't know we have that group chat we're able to just constantly yeah both talk about the seriousness of what's going on but also joke about it and then just cheer each other up and talk about what we would be doing right now. i don't know it's just nice it really is a relief
0: yeah it's interesting the things that we're seeing though you know what i mean we're talking about you know being in this socially disconnected technology age and yet uh people aren't completely satisfied just sitting at home. They need that human contact. You know what I mean? It's really good that we can contact each other through the internet because that's, you know, so we're seeing the positive side of these technologies where we can keep up with our friends. I can talk to my girlfriend, you know what I mean? I've been missing her like crazy since this whole thing started and it's, our schedules have been nuts. And then obviously like it's a scary time and, there's this like sort of threat kind of looming in the air, so it makes me, you know, worry about her. And the fact that I can just talk to her any time of day and we can keep up with each other is really good. Um, so that's, you know, that's really positive. You can, and I can talk to my parents. You know what I mean? I can talk to my parents. I can talk to my family. I can kind of check in and make sure everybody's doing okay. Um, but at the same time, we're stuck indoors and we have all these great gadgets and technology and stuff, but it only goes so far. We need to get out. We need to move. You know what I mean? We need to be with each other. You know, in a real. A real way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something beyond the digital. And so I think it's really interesting that it's kind of, it's showing us that. And uh, I don't know, as awful as this is, I can't help but feel like there could be some really, you know, I mean, I don't want to trivialize because people are literally dying. Lots of people, you know what I mean? And it's very unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if we utilize this opportunity. uh, Again, saying that just feels weird to me because it's just, again, there are people who are losing family members and people losing their lives, but I don't know. I feel like at the end of this, I don't know. It, it, it's unfortunate that it required this, but I think we might be able to have a better society. You know what I mean? If we can kind of just get to the end of the tunnel, you know? And it's it's really fucking awful while it's going on. Like, I'm not yeah. going to lie. And it's it's hard not to panic. You know, I'm telling everybody not to panic, but I'm panicking constantly, you know? <laughs> I, don't know, you, it's I okay. don't know if you guys gotten that it's from okay. the podcast yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, okay. I mean, I legit, you know, talking about staying at home, I had, I had my first anxiety attack probably like the first day. And it wasn't bad. It's just, you know, I was drinking coffee and thing about coffee is like you don't realize how much it exacerbates things until you've already had too much but i was just kind of sitting there for a moment in the room watching tv and i was like i can't leave this fucking house i'm stuck in this i'm stuck here like you know what i mean i was just like losing it for a second and then i came out to the garage and just took a few breaths and i was talking to somebody on the phone and i kind of i think i called my dad and i was just kind of talking to him for a minute and i just kind of like was like all right i'm i'm okay (laughs) you know what i mean but uh i don't know it's definitely difficult uh for sure and it's like I don't know. I, I heard, uh, it was it Ethan Hawke that said this. I, I don't know. Somebody, he had a live stream earlier today that I loved because he was kind of talking about a lot of this. And it's just, you know, the idea that, uh, you have to admit that you're afraid before you can be courageous Maybe that's real courage. You know what I mean? If you're trying to hide that from people, hide the fact that you're afraid from other people and yourself, uh, you're not going to be courageous. You're going to be the opposite. You know what I mean? Because you can't sort of confront reality, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I think that's very true. You know what I mean? we got to be honest with ourselves and I don't know, just try to get through this thing. And I, I think, I don't know, uh, after it's all over, hopefully we can learn from this. We can build better systems that'll take care of us when these things happen and take care of other people, you know, you know, I'm out in the road. I was talking to Brandon about this because I had to drop off a piece of equipment. Obviously he had forgotten it. So I had to go out. I had to brave the world. Uh, I just handed it to him from the car, but uh, I had to meet him at the studio he was shooting at. And I just noticed when I was on the road, people were shittier about driving. They were selfish drivers. I couldn't, you know, when people would sort of like, you know, I had my turn signal on and people would like let you in. Nobody was doing that shit at all at any point today. Everyone was very aggressive on the road. And I was like, this is a real, this is a real fix, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But hey, Mike, go ahead and tell us what your side of uh, things, how are you spinning it?
2: Uh, I'm doing just fine. Um, uh, I'm not worried because I know I'm what I'm doing is right. I'm taking all the precautions. I'm being extra clean, and um, I'm just worried about others mainly. Worried about my mom. Worried about my friends losing their jobs and their financial. How are they gonna survive when they're two months out of work and and just stuff like that? But um, I know I know I can provide if need be when when friends and family kind of go under a little bit um but um other other than that i'm i'm doing fine i working on the the movie and um play games here and there and I, i i have to study this uh Thing for work so i can be a master certified technician and that i've been too distracted to want to study but mm-hmm. my uh danny my wife she's she's continually doing her she's on she's doing school online so being out of school like a lot of people who go on campus it didn't really get effect, uh, uh, who got affected that way. She didn't really get affected because all her courses are online right now. And so she 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 they're just carrying on and she's doing well. She's she's a homebody. Normally she she stays at home. So it's no biggie for us to be home. Um, me, I'm out. Uh, Ten hours a day at work. So when I come home, I just stay home. The weekend, though, it's going to be – I'm curious to see what – how are we going to handle the weekend because I probably am going to go see my mom to see how she's doing because she's – she needs to be like – she likes going out and she can't stay indoors for too long or else she gets anxiety and stuff. So I'm just going to go hang out with her. We're not going to go anywhere. I'm probably just going to pick up some food and go back home. And to her home and just hang out with her and eat some food there. Um, but yeah, I'm doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, any any advice for our listeners? Our undergrounders? <laughs> um, what
0: do call them? I have no idea. I like undergrounders. <laughs> undergrounders. I'm going <gonna, laughs> to keep that one. For the underground? <laughs> that's actually good. Part. They're all Fuck a part, they're all it, a part of the better. underground. Yeah. <laughs> We're one underground. Sorry, Mike, go on um advice
2: would be uh just be aware of what's going on uh as in kind of be listen to the well-known news outlets and not facebook posts and and i mean to be
0: fair i mean yeah yeah good point because
2: there's (laughs) so much misleading information and so you know tune into your radio stations uh, news stations, uh, for the most part, they've been putting out pretty accurate, uh, consistent news. and um, But I, I just been seeing too many of these fake posts about um, ho- if you hold your breath for 10 seconds and, and you don't cough, then you don't have it, which is yeah, totally... Yeah, the,
0: uh, Geraldo Riviera, the guy that opened uh, Al Capone's vault. I remember uh, in the in the 80s, he excavated. Huh, I don't right. have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was on the news holding it. He was OK. So, by the way, he was on a mainstream news outlet. Fuck. I mean, he was on Fox News. I don't know how seriously you can take that. But technically, it's mainstream and he was on there just holding. Well, his don't breath. watch <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, going, and it's just like you're watching this fucking guy do this. And I'm just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. This is so dumb. Yeah. You
2: don't so. know until you get tested. So go, yeah. you know, no, you don't. Absolutely. And at the same time, if you're starting to get symptoms, don't freak out. They're saying well. to not don't, if you're starting to get symptoms,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you shouldn't panic. It's true. No, you shouldn't panic. No, that was panic. Uh, you, sh- you should, you don't should
2: be go, careful. Uh, obviously be careful and be, and, and, yeah. and, if you're starting to see symptoms of any like flu or regular cough, cause I ran into people who have regular coughs or have yeah. allergies and then they're starting to think, oh, I might have this. I need to go to the doctor. No, that's not. Well, it not. is allergy season. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Don't, you don't need to rush to the doctors right away. Wait it out a yeah. couple days.
0: It's allergy season, my dude. Because I, I was going to. Isolate gonna yourself.
2: Gonna... Be clean. And, yeah. and, 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 and then if, like, you're starting to notice more symptoms and the symptoms haven't gotten away, then you go to uh, – emergency room or whatever and go get tested or, or look up facilities near you that you can get tested but there's yeah. so only right now USA we're only li- we're limited with with test kits we're limited with how many people you can get service so if you're b- bombarding the medical system by being you know paranoid. oh paranoid then you're just gonna put the people who actually need the care at risk because they're the ones going to be waiting longer. So, that that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking about. People should uh stay precautious on.
0: Yeah, no, actually on the flip side of that, um I heard there was this uh neuroscientist who uh got, got the coronavirus and uh he thought he just had a cold at first because the symptoms started out so gradually and uh he ended up seeing patients in the hospital, I guess. Um but yeah, his his advice was to definitely self-quarantine. As soon as you have anything, basically, because you just sort of have to assume it's coronavirus so that you don't expose people. Um, but no, it's right. You shouldn't panic. Yeah, I would maybe wait it out a little bit before you got the test.
2: Oh no, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like it's not necessarily the flip side. We're both talking about the same thing. You gotta yeah, self isolate yeah. yourself. Don't just go out and to and, and get t- you know expose yourself yeah. to <laughs> other people and get tested. Yeah, uh, I don't if, know what it
0: is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait and
2: see. <laughs> just assume yeah. you have it and stay clean and and isolate yourself, and then go to get tested, if if symptoms haven't subsided, with regular <clears throat> flu medicine.
1: And look, I get it. You're 21. You're fit as fuck. You're the fucking Titanic, right? Well, you know, <laughs> Titanic saying too. Yeah. But really, like just. It's my big thing, like my, my big parting thing, and it always be my big parting thing. It's just try to seek the balance in all of it. Um, be cautious, but don't panic. <laughs> Let the like, embrace some of that news and stress, but also find ways to relax and unwind. Like always, just keep yourself in that balance. Don't like lean in any one in direction. You're gonna go crazy. Like especially with self isolating, it's great to self isolate, and it's a positive thing. Find ways to make it better, whether it's Doing something that you even if it's just being lazy. Look, if if that's what relaxes you and calms you down right now, that's okay. That's okay. I don't I definitely think try to make your time worthwhile. Try to work on something creative. But don't stress and like knock yourself down if something creative isn't coming to you. Right now it's gonna be crazy. Right now you're gonna be full of different emotions. Maybe you don't wanna work on that, uh whatever you've been wanting to work on for a long time. And that's okay. Don't like add to your stress by the fact that you're beating yourself up for that. Just do what makes you feel good right now mm-hmm. and
2: find your balance through all this. Word. I okay. agree. Um
1: I think one thing being th- one thing oh, I want to add
2: to the uh to the extroverts out there. Um uh, I to lecture it- me, Mike. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to lecture all you guys right now. Um now what kind of what I like what we've been doing. You know, um, we we were we, me we have a friend system going on with a group chat where we kind of share our thoughts and ideas and and and, and stuff like that and it kind of keeps us united and uh, at the same time like you know informed with each other. So if I didn't have that, it'd be like more of the isolation than it need be. So for those who like need like having that human interaction. Just start a group chat with a couple of your friends, maybe a a group FaceTime. Your cousins. Yeah, your cousins, your families. And you can just talk like that. You know, you you really get a lot out of talking on someone on the phone. And, and, you know, like when I'm in person, I'm not like sitting on Brandon's lap. Like, I don't need to touch him to know that he's there. If I need to talk to a friend, I just call him or message him and then like, I you know I get whatever social thing I need to get out of me and then and then I'm I'm doing much better on that end.
1: And I feel like with the group chat, what we've been doing a lot, at least maybe I've been doing a lot, but I feel like everybody's doing it. It's like almost laying all those impulse thoughts or worries or whatever, laying them out. And I feel like by laying them out, like for instance, go to the grocery store, someone hacks all over um like the 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 wall nearby you. And that like freaks you out or bothers you. You're able to like, literally pull out your phone, message about it immediately, and kind of like, I don't know, already get it out. And by getting it out so quickly and not having those little – I've been laying a, a lot more of my impulse messages uh, going into the group chat. Just And it, I feel like it's honestly been giving me a lot of relief, whether it's funny, worry, just letting it out.
2: Yeah, because it kind of gives you – it also gives you a fast response of like, you know, what you're thinking about at the time. Yeah, yeah. Because I try totally. to respond as as quickly as I can. If and, and if one person doesn't, if I don't, another per- person does, kind of thing.
1: We do actually have a weirdly large group chat. I've never had a group chat this large before. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool. How many people? I don't we know. All we'll together. see how long
0: it lasts. <laughs> it's uh, well, let's let's count it out real quick. We got me. So it's Brandon, his girlfriend Marzana, Tyler, Mike, uh, friend Tyler, Soraya. uh Sareh his fiance got my girlfriend Brittany, um tanya tanya's in there julio's girlfriend julio uh is that everyone i'm like lost track of the names already that's the me problem you said me you said me I said, yeah, I said you oh me too so that's what nine Shammet. i think that's it oh, oh shaman oh so, so 10, 10. oh yeah yeah 10, wow. 10 people. that number doesn't seem right though because uh oh yeah no that is right because uh yeah, Danny's not in there. So Mike, okay. Because I was gonna say, I was like, "There's a number of yeah, couples, so this has got to be even." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So ten t- people. That's unbelievable.
1: Uh, I, like I said, i never had a group chat that big, and I feel like we ch- we accidentally because we accidentally made this group chat like we did it for something else. What was yeah. the, what was the purpose of it? Oh, God. Sedona trip. Uh, Sedona, Sedona yeah, trip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we went to go to Sedona for the film festival a few weeks ago. We started a group chat with people, and then it just, then Mike added everybody afterwards, and and renamed yeah, it. Everybody gang, stayed gang. in yeah gang gang yeah i renamed it homies
0: yeah
2: i kept it alive bitches
1: you did and like it couldn't have been a better time um like i said it was before all this was hitting so i don't know i'm i'm definitely very glad to have it i'm glad to have i'm glad honestly i'm very glad to have roommates right now if i were to be self-isolating truly alone I, I definitely could, I think I'd have a lot harder time being positive through all this. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I,
2: I know what you mean. I'm glad I have my wife and I can talk to her and, you know, do that kind of stuff. Get physical yeah, affection from her. But yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, just
1: don't don't have the corona batch of kids, okay? <laughs> the corona batch? Jeez.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I feel you.
1: Um so I, I think all that's relief. I'm really grateful for all the things I have. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm able to, during a sort of, a, not sort of, during a quote unquote pandemic, I'm able to uh, just still record a podcast with my friends. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm still able to focus on the future. Uh, I am fortunately young. I, I'm i going to use this time to focus on my health and work out and make, like get myself better. Because I mean, the reality is, that's all you can really do is improve and get better. So, yeah, and
0: I mean you're hearing from us and i mean in our own various ways we're pretty fortunate uh to be in good health to be our age to have you know enough money or the resources to kind of get through this thing and i mean i don't know my my work has been great to me they've been very very helpful they've gone above and beyond in sort of helping us get through this thing their staff um and Are i think you did a good job with this huh are they paying you guys for being out? Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's not coming out of sick time. It's not coming out of vacation hours. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. and it's like no, I, I know. Yeah, for I at feel least for two shaman. weeks. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what's crazy? Our buddy. Yeah, we've had friends who lost for like yeah. a massive hotel corporation mm-hmm. and didn't even get that. Tiny I worked for little, a small
0: independent bookstore. Literally two only
1: two stores. Yeah in arizona they're old they've been here for 50 years but it's only two stores yeah they're one
0: of the more prominent ones like in this area locally but still like that's i was not expecting that i really was and i was i was kind of worried because i was like i really i I had a real struggle because i was like i don't want to be here because like you know what i mean like i feel like i'm at risk the entire time i'm here and it's stressing me the fuck out but if i'm not working i'm not working (laughs) you know what i mean and that's that is that can't be understated because i mean our friend you know like we've had friends who you know got laid off you know what i mean when they had to close down and you know things like that and i mean i i am in a really good spot it's easy for me to say don't panic or you know what i mean because you know there there are a lot of people who have it much worse right i think now. about the millions yeah. of
1: times in my life where i've been in worse scenarios and if mm. this would have happened during one of those worst scenarios mm. i don't you know what i'd be doing yeah like i'm very lucky that everything lined up the way it is if all goes well i t- i mean uh, technically I have horse camp waiting for me on the other side. So it's not like, I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. honestly, as all things go, I'm, I'm very grateful for my scenario.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, yeah, it's not common. If, cars if never... you can be at, if you can be at home working right now, you are very fortunate. You need to really be aware of that. Yeah.
2: Or, or working period. <laughs> I yeah, think. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, cars never stop breaking. So there's never really, you know, it's uh, until like people, people ha- there's been a-, a diminish in my work but you know cars never stop breaking so
0: I- i'll always be busy well, i mean especially now people need them nor do hearts yeah true. and with that i say good night yeah. <laughs> i mean you gotta get to the grocery store and then you gotta you know
1: get to but, the hospital if need be. um yeah i mean that's really i think we covered the topic pretty thoroughly yeah uh Next week, I definitely want. We'll kind of like we'll still obviously keep out, keep you guys updated and talk about our experiences as time goes on. Yeah, our plan is to
0: give you a little update uh, at the top of each episode, yeah, for sure.
1: And then we'll kind of like I don't want this to be a time uh, oh. ep- uh, a episode or a, a podcast purely based on this <laughs> worrying and all of our fears. Like we'll talk about that and be honest about those, but also then we'll just bring it back to what we, we why we started this and the reasons why we're moving forward and what we look forward to.
0: Yeah.
2: And so, oh, yeah, oh oh so. guys, guys. Yeah. Let's do uh our own personal like recommends.
1: Go ahead, Mike. Begin with your recommend. All
2: right. So um it's currently number one album out there right now, but I I, I like it a lot. Uh Lil' Uzi Vert just came out with a new album called uh, Eternal A Take and uh it's been pretty good and another thing i recommend is playing rocket league on your xbox and you can do that together and it's actually
0: pretty sick
1: true that in fact we should open up a uh, what what they call it these days well what are the kids doing a patreon and you guys can donate oh yeah patreon yeah page a lot of people doing donate so i can do a playstation plus so i can play with my homies yeah (laughs) donate yeah right pay me (laughs) but just kidding just kidding um, i mean that's part of what we would do with it but yeah, <laughs> of, uh,
0: yeah but fund yeah go fund me the criterion channel <laughs> subscription
1: that'd be great that's what we um we're going to be tackling is the criterion channel i recommend that yeah 14 Actually, day free re- trial re- that'll, that'll be my, that's my movie recommendation yeah. i'm taking it from you yeah. uh anyways yeah, do to, it. It, but it is a 14 day free trial and so far that's the you know two week minimum as they've been saying so yeah south literature
0: oh man well uh not technically literature but i love the Watchmen show um Let me think here. Literature. I've been playing Wolfenstein. It's pretty good. Um, um, I'm about to start some books by Thomas Mann. I don't know whether they'd really be good for this time. I was going to read the... uh, I got it sort of just sitting on my my shelf, um, and I'm just kind of like kind of wait for the day, probably tomorrow, to kind of really crack into it. But uh, uh, The Magic Mountain, um, it's basically... I you know I don't know if it's honestly a good thing to read right now. I'm gonna go ahead and recommend it just because it's like the next thing on my list. But it's basically about a I think it's it uh, like sort of a tuberculosis clinic or like a it's sort of like a a clinic for the infirm in the Swiss Alps. And it's it has like sort of you know there's a, there's a theme and a message to it, but it's basically just sort of this uh, you know uh, infirmary or sort of uh, wellness center in, in 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 the Swiss mountains. And it's supposed to, the characters and all the people there are supposed to represent a microcosm of the world right before the events leading up to World War One, and the idea of sickness sort of leading to this horrible catastrophe you know maybe not you know now that i'm saying it out loud maybe not the best book to recommend um i might read that one um i also got another book called the dead uh by christian Crockett, which sounds really cool but again i don't, I don't know if that's necessarily oh you know what actually i do have a recommendation uh another one <laughs> stoner uh, stoner that's by john williams book right there no it's not actually that's the guy's last name it was written in 1965 and it's about a university professor just going through life uh in the 20s and his last name is stoner and it's this beautiful fucking book it's just about this guy living and the these conversations that he has just sort of about life very sort of deep thoughtful reflective probably a perfect thing to read right now because it's not too overly morose or depressing or crushing but it, it makes you think uh and it'll make you think about your life and your purpose and I, I don't know uh where you are in the world you know what I mean I think it could be a good thing you know what I mean if you take it the right way so yeah uh, I'm gonna go stoner by John Williams
1: yeah boom recommendations also doom eternal we'll doom eternal down. fuck yeah <laughs> Then that's uh yeah that's, that's, a, that's
0: s- our episode yeah we uh we'll be back next week um I should imagine Barring some miracle, uh, we are going to still be in this situation, and we'll kind of give you an update of what's going on, and then we'll talk about kind of what we're up to and what's going on and how we're surviving this thing. And, uh, you know, uh, we're washing our hands. We're being safe. We'd highly recommend everyone out there do the same thing. Socially distance, uh, you know, uh, just be safe, guys. Be healthy. Uh, Be balanced. Yeah, yeah, be balanced. Yeah, don't panic for sure. Um, You know, take care of your loved ones. Uh, When you go to the store, uh, you can stock up just stock up with what you need. You know what I mean? Be reasonable. Okay. You know, they're think yeah. two weeks
1: rather than eight months. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks is reasonable. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what families normally do. Yeah, I mean, And
0: you know, a lot of fresh food and vegetables or if a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables isn't getting bought uh, vegetables, Brandon just showed me the other day, you can freeze those yourself and prepare yeah. them later. So you can Except stock up for potatoes. up on Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes. Last well, time I tried can.
2: getting potatoes, uh, I couldn't, I had to get these weird purple ones.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know why fries i make smoothies and every, that's like part of my little regimen i make smoothies in the morning and all the berry, the frozen berries are bought out so there is however there was plenty of fresh berries and you know what they do with frozen berries you buy at the store they literally just get fresh berries and they freeze them
0: oh uh so in, important note by the way uh uh support your local businesses your local restaurants because a lot of them are still doing takeout and uh they are i mean in this time they're all but closed except for that option so make sure that you I, I don't know i mean if you want to order in uh definitely do that because those people are depending for jobs and you for the order business out? to survive this whole yeah. thing order out sorry. yeah order out yeah don't go in <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but yeah, so and yeah, you we'll, need that pizza hit, you know, you you need that Thai food, yeah, you need that Vietnamese yeah. food, you need that Mexican food. Oh, they, they man, I'm so it. hungry. They will bring uh, it directly. A lot of you them know are you know delivering, it? who are normally yeah, they not are. delivering. So yeah. just that give guy them a might call. Not be sick.
2: Hey,
0: you know what? This yeah. shit ain't this should either. So yeah, ooh, shit. He's fucking. He's going back a little bit. The chair doesn't have wheels, but he's kind of moving it back and, and wiping <laughs> right, himself all right, off. All right. Think, all right, all right, we'll be back next week, guys. But but seriously, be safe, be smart following yeah uh oh yeah yeah and then you can follow us on uh instagram at uh 21st century underground and you can uh follow us at facebook at the 21st century underground podcast we're on anchor spotify this will be on youtube but there quite frankly will be no there'll be just an image (laughs) you know what i mean we'll try to make it interesting for you but no promises there uh this is the time of the coronavirus (laughs) love love in the time of the coronavirus Um, but yeah, seriously, be safe, guys. Take it easy. We'll we'll see you next week. Uh, hang on. If you, you need know. some music, go find our playlist. Yeah, we got a playlist right now. It's about fourteen hours because of what I did to it. So we, I assume we'll trim that a little I bit. I um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we'll you know we'll have some stuff. You can find resources. that at, yeah.
1: at, um, if you look up on Spotify, Mike Villarreal. Yeah, that's V I L L A R R E A L. Oh,
2: a faster way you can do that go to my profile and then go to my playlist or if you literally just look up 21 see you
1: so go listen to that if you need something new to listen to figure out what inspires us and
0: take care of yourselves yeah take it easy guys seriously be safe be smart uh don't panic take care of each other uh we'll be back okay have a, have a good rest of your week